You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting married. It's a position a lot of women find themselves in. It's a position I found myself in about a year ago, it can be a lot of work. There are 2.5 million weddings in the United States each year, but that's 2.5 million ways to celebrate your love how you want, 2.5 million ways to wear your hair and makeup and your white dress. It doesn't even have to be white. The only rule in wedding planning is there are no rules. So my lovelies, if you are planning a wedding and you are totally stressed, listen to this episode. Enjoy, relax. It can be fun. It can also be horrible. I'm going to keep it 100% honest with my guests like I always do, but it's your thing. Do it how you want. Hello, hello, it's Brooke Duvall. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I'm sitting across from two blushing brides-to-be, Avery and Stephanie, um, longtime friends. When did you guys get engaged? Both within a year, the past year? Yeah, I, uh, I got engaged right after Christmas last year in Columbia. Okay, great. So that's Avery speaking. And Stephanie? I got engaged in June on the rooftop of our building in New York. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, so... I'm really excited for this episode because I think it's going to be part therapy, part <laughs> confessional. My wedding what, stressful. Yeah, wedding, wedding planning is a very unique mind state and being a woman about to get married with all of the fanfare and crap that we've all grown up with in terms of pressure and projections about being the perfect bride, it's a, it's a very unique place to be as a woman and a lot of women find themselves in this, in this place. I think... One of the reasons why I'm so excited to talk to you guys is because throughout the wedding planning process, you're never really able to live in the present moment. So when you guys told your friends that you got engaged, what was the first question you got? Oh my God, when? Yeah, when, <laughs> and, then, and then people start asking immediately, when's the wedding? Yep, what is that? Right, you're like, I, I just, the ring, the, <laughs> ring is on my, my, the ring has been on my finger for 30 minutes and you're asking me what venue I've chosen? It's like... Literally 30 minutes. It was insane. Yeah. People yeah. I thought weren't crazy asked me after 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And then once you do pick a date and a venue, then all of the other questions come. And even, even at my wedding, which was a year ago now, people were asking, so where are you guys going on honeymoon? It's like you're always kind of like projected into the future. Totally. And I'm sure it's a matter of time before people start asking, when are we going to have kids? 
So it's nice to actually like enjoy the present moment and, and celebrate it. So we have champagne. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Okay, we're gonna play a fun little drinking game. Ooh, down. <laughs> okay. Drink if you grew up dreaming about your wedding. Okay, they're, they're reluctantly taking a sip. So you guys, it's not something that you thought about as a young girl, like what your wedding was gonna be like. No, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, everyone kind of thinks about, I guess I thought about like the father-daughter dance, well, like having cute. that like family moment. Mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, I like flowers and like dresses and stuff were very foreign to me to like right. wrap my head around when I actually got engaged. I can identify with that. I thought of a lot of, um, like a lot of vibe things that I really liked, you know, mm -hmm. weddings that I went to that I really liked kind of, um, how, you know, the groom and the bride interacted with each other, how kind of mm -hmm. warm it felt, or how sterile it felt. Mm. Like, <laughs> like I, I like that, I kind of just mentally sort of pick up on those kinds of things, and I guess when, um, when Ben and I started getting serious, I would think, like, maybe differently, but it wasn't, it wasn't so much like, I'm going to have a billion white roses. Yes, okay, <laughs> so you didn't have your Pinterest board ready no, before no. he proposed. No, I never bought a bridal magazine, actually, until... Until I got engaged. I know. Bridal ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a novelty thing, right? Yeah. Like you get engaged and you're like, I have permission to buy brides. Right. And so you read it once. I actually bought a lot of bridal magazines before oh. being engaged. Oh, interesting. Oh. Um, well, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like, it was more of me just being like very immature at like 20 and like wanting to look at pink table settings <laughs> than like actually wedding planning. Right. Um, and now doing the actual wedding planning, you realize like how ridiculous those magazines are I know. and how like stupid all the advice is yeah yeah it's a lot of bad advice in yeah. those in those <laughs> magazines okay next question drink if you've tried on more than 30 wedding dresses okay stephanie immediately reached avery's contemplating probably no okay stephanie talk to me because <laughs> i <laughs> did the rounds yeah. i went to kleinfelds yep. i went to all of these places I found them all so obnoxious. Oh my gosh. You name it, I've been there, honestly. Okay. Um, I bought my 74th wedding dress. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I bought it's it. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. No spoilers, um, so we won't discuss the actual dress, but it's insanely beautiful. And it's, but I mean, it, you're right. Like, the entire experience is just not what you want it to be. Like, I had mm -hmm. this vision of like showing up and it being beautiful mm -hmm. and having maybe a glass of Prosecco yes. and an attendant who was really caring about you and listening to what you were mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. Um, but you actually, at least in New York City, I felt it almost feels like your cattle. Like there's yes. just, you realize how many brides there are, yes. how many people have your same date, how many people yes. are getting married on a farm in New Jersey. Yes. And like, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it takes away that like special unique feeling that you have right. as soon as you're pushed into that like Right. What's your budget? Exactly. What's your budget? What's your date? Like, yeah. It almost feels like every day in those shops is like Black Friday at a Target. Like, yes. it's just like, that, it's that mentality. Yeah. Like, I got to get it. I yeah. have to run. And then there's always like some random mom of someone else's bridal party who's like, oh, you look gorgeous. And you're like, just don't talk to you're me. You're like, please don't talk to me. I'm very unhappy right now. So. Yeah. And when you guys went to try on for the first few times, did you bring family, like brides? Like, did you bring a posse to get their opinions as you tried on? So, okay, I have a, I had a weird experience with this, but um, I did have a very magical, you know, experience where the attendant was really wonderful. Oh, that's and, good. You know, and I, brought, I was, uh, I was in Dallas for my grandfather's 90th birthday, and I just got engaged. 
And yeah, so you found your dress so early. It was insane because also after watching you, I was like, <laughs> I'm in for like you know yeah. nine months of just hell and white. <laughs> um, but uh, yes. and I was committed to like doing what you did, just like make it. I was basically yes. like, imitate your wedding. But um, anyway, so. I went with my cousin, my closest cousin, Jaina, and my mom and my dad, and we were just going to go and try on because I, I had no yeah. freaking clue what I wanted, <laughs> and thought I wanted like some drum at the bottom, that I couldn't get off a little podium, and it wasn't like that great, but there was <laughs> champagne, and the attendants were really okay. wonderful, and... And your dress is sickening. Sickening. So yeah. it was like the 10th dress that I tried on, and okay. I cried. I, I totally cried. <gasps> that was my next question. Drink if you cried when you oh, found the drinking. one. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, you guys both cried. That's adorable. But then I wasn't committed. I was like, oh, this is great. It's not it, but I'm, you know, we're getting close. Yeah. And then I tried on like a couple more that I had, thought had like more of what I wanted. And I was like, no, no. I can't move. Put me back in the other one. Yeah. Bail, I'll call it a day. Yeah. It was like one day, 20. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of know it when you see it. I mean, I didn't cry because I ended up designing my own, so I kind of knew exactly like what I wanted and how it was going to turn out. But I do think it's very, I think it starts out as fun, and then Stephanie, if you get to where we got to, it starts to just become Numbing. hell. Yeah. yeah, numbing. You start like putting on so many white dresses that it's like, you're emotionally desensitized to it at one point. You're right. just like, okay, well here's another white dress, and here's another one, and then all of a sudden like the price points also start fading into each other too like right. I, at one point I literally found myself seriously considering a $20,000 dress Whoa. when my budget was like 10 to start and even that was really pushing it yeah and then I was like I'm gonna wear this for six hours and this yes. isn't even exactly what I want like right it's just it's yeah. it's insane but you get to this point where you're like so stressed about finding the dress yeah. you're like you know what like it looks good like the tailoring mm -hmm. is nice and that's the other part is like we're so used to buying dresses because it sits nicely in the fitting right, room. Right, right. But this is all just, like, clips and, like... Right, you, right. So you have to, like, really imagine, like, what it'll actually yes, look like. Yes, yes. I mean, I think it's, it's really interesting that you bring up this thing about the price point because you reach a point where you realize you are a part of, what do they call it, the bridal industrial complex, right? So there is a whole industry that is... It's kind of predatory, right? So they know that you're a princess and this is the day you've dreamed of so even though it's a white dress that had you know if it weren't a wedding dress it would be a third of the price literally because it's a <laughs> wedding dress and this is your fantasy you're gonna pay that much more and there's so much of like upselling that happens and a lot of just we're just selling the dream and I feel it kind of bristles like you kind of want to push against that totally. or at least I wanted to which is why I think I just found a dressmaker but it's it's very real out here and those bridal salons. Oh my gosh. One of my like biggest pet peeves through the whole process was like, I found all the dresses came strapless so that if you wanted straps, you had to pay extra. Oh it, which God. was like, it was almost like it buying your car and like getting like powered windows. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's how I felt. It was right. like, this is silly. Like just have at least one dress with sleeves. Like, oh, they had, yeah. I didn't want strapless and I could not find yeah, anything. Not anything. Yeah. But I'm convinced it's because they can upsell you on the sleeves. Interesting. That's what I don't know, though. The, the only thing that I will say about the, um, you know, kind of just upselling because they know they can is also just because, like, I think it's out of ignorance, too. It's a really old-school backwards industry. And yeah. So if you can negotiate, hell yeah. You oh, yeah. You can educate <laughs> some people. It's amazing. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point, Avery. Okay, last drinking question. Drink if you have woken up in the middle of the night having a panic attack about wedding planning. All right. 
Okay, yes. And Avery, you're very like calm, cool, and collected, so. But it's, wedding planning is stressful, and I feel like people don't tell you that. Um, they tell you, but they don't tell you how it's gonna stress you out. <laughs> right, like, right. They're like, it's gonna be this nebulous, stressful thing. Yes. Enjoy. Yes, and it's like, it's like homework that you never turn in. It's like a, just an assignment that's never done that's just hanging over you, and you lose sleep over it. It's like a very real thing. So while you're supposed to be, you know, the most beautiful and happy that you've ever been in your life, you're also planning this incredibly stressful event. Yeah. So it's a very interesting, interesting time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they say planning a wedding with a partner is such a great test for marriage because you're talking about money, you're talking about family, you're talking about who you are as a couple. People say that kind of your wedding is like your brand positioning as a couple. But like, <laughs> Like, who, who are it we? Is. Are we, like, that casual, cool couple, or are we that formal, conservative couple? Like, and it's, it's all very real, and it comes out in arguments about the invitation. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, all of those things, you know, Avery, we were, talk, we were talking about cardstock. <laughs> you know, I never thought it, that there would be a time in my life where I spent three hours looking at the thickness of paper for cardstock, but that happened to me, and it's not fun. Oh, yeah, Brooke, remember those uh, invitations that I loved that I sent you? Yeah, I love yeah, those. Yeah, we're not, we're not getting those. Uh, Why? Because <laughs> that was the project I gave my parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have okay. so many stories about that time. I'm sorry. I never, I never want to talk about invitations. Like, okay. Okay, okay, okay. We'll move on. Let's go back to the dress. Let's go back to the dress. You guys both, I assume, do not want your future husbands, fiancés, to see your dress before the moment you come down the aisle, correct? No, no. But I was considering going shopping with him that time, because I really wasn't... Really? I had, well, because I had no intention of buying, and I don't know, but in hindsight. Yes, yeah. Very, yeah. Very primitive. I showed Matthew, like, 73 of the 74 that I tried on, and, like, thinking that I was going to buy one of them, almost like... Almost like That's, obnoxiously testing him, like just yeah. like not telling him which ones I liked and stuff to see. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> really passive aggressive. <laughs> um, but then when I found like the one and felt like it was the yeah, one, it was like kept it from I him. I totally kept it from him. It's, I don't even have the urge to yes. show him. It's so funny how that switch happens. Maybe that's like how you know it's the one yeah. when you want to kind of keep it close to the vest. Do you, did you, how much did you consider what your partner would think of you and the dress in the selection of the dress? Oh my God. It was like front and center. The really? Whole, oh yeah, completely. Yeah, me too. So that's really interesting. He almost described it to a T. He's like, I think I know what you're wearing. And he almost described almost uh, exactly I played that game with my husband and I asked him to describe it and he was so off and I was like <laughs> okay was dead on. that's kind of creepy are you like are you sure you haven't seen it <laughs> right I mean whatever we have very similar design sets but I mean like he designed my ring he just threw out an idea for a cool band I mean it's I think that's really that's cool it. so so <laughs> you guys thought about how your husbands would yeah, sorry. Your fiancés now, but you guys you guys kept in mind their preferences and tried to kind of totally. adhere to that. Totally. Well, it wasn't so much... Um, I think it's more so that we have very similar design okay. capabilities yeah. as opposed to like, you know, but I did know that he he had certain preferences for like hard nose. That he mm. just didn't what were his hard nose? Really didn't want a ball gown, which I didn't really want either. So like none of this was, a, was an issue, but like same thing with 
what he's wearing. I have some hard nose. Well, what are like your him. what are your hard nose for <laughs> I him? Mean, I don't want him in like something. I don't know, just not like no flair. I need him to have like a little bit, <laughs> little bit of business. Okay, okay. So that's. I mean, that was kind of it, but can I? Good fitting. We'll yeah. So I can laugh about it now, but it cost a huge, huge pre-wedding fight between Umut and I, tears. And I'm not joking. And you guys will understand, but (laughs) you guys were both at my wedding. It was in Tuscany. It was a black tie wedding. He wanted to, we were talking to the wedding planner about me coming down the aisle. And, you know, I came down with my father. We had these, you know, rose petals scattered. And he was like, what about my entrance? And as you guys know, it's all about the bride. Yeah. He didn't get that memo. He wanted to do his entrance on a skateboard. Okay. And I was like... It's just not a brand. I was just like... For me, it was just a flat-out no. Yeah. And he was very like, so you can do whatever you want, but I'm not allowed to express myself. And I'm like, are you... And I was like, literally, are you doing this to be... Like, are you testing me right now? Because I'm not going to pass this test. You can't... And I, and I still, to this day, don't know if it was a test or not. I think, had I said yes, like, would he have actually shipped his skateboard to Italy to come down? But I was so <laughs> appalled. And it caused, like, a real fight between us. But it's something, that, that fight that we had was actually very illuminating for me because it made me realize that there is so much attention put on the bride, and it's easy for the guy to feel like he's just an accessory in the background. Totally. And so now I actually make a conscious effort at weddings to tell the groom, you look really great. You know, like, oh. it's, it's really important to make sure that, you know, girls get all of this attention and love, and it's all about them. But I think it's really nice to, to check in with, with the groom-to-be and let him have a little bit of that special feeling and yeah. make sure he does a facial or a spot, you know, just something so he feels right. special, like it's not just about the bride, even though it, we know between us girls yeah. that it is all about the bride. Well, but also, I mean, just like making sure that people know that, uh, like both the bride and the groom know that you appreciate the, the attention to detail that went into it. And I thought that at your wedding was really nice, but, you know, um, he did a lot of the speeches, you know. So yes, was, yeah. We, we very much planned it together, yeah. and he had a lot of opinions, which at the time was annoying, but I'm happy in the <laughs> end because it, it, it reflected both of our personalities. Right. So in choosing your wedding dress, wedding look, I know what both of your dresses look like, and again, no spoilers, but how did you, you your dresses couldn't be more different. How do you guys, how did you guys decide if you wanted to be sexy versus conservative and classic? Um, I really wanted... I, I like, you're going to look very hot. Yeah. No spoilers, I mean, <laughs> but you're going to look very hot at your sexy. wedding. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I dress pretty conservatively a lot of the time. Right, right. And so I really wanted... And that was that was the one thing. He was like, listen, I'm sure you'd look great in a ball gown. And I, and I tried on a couple ball, ball gowns, and I thought they were great, but I, it just... I kind of wanted to be sexy, and I, knew, and I knew that he wanted me to look a little bit more mm-hmm, sexy, mm-hmm. so it was kind of just... It just worked Great. out. Okay. You're in the back. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> We're having a Catholic wedding. So okay. That yeah. definitely dictated a yes. lot and, and probably informs my need for sleeves. Um, but yeah. And so I love sleeves. Yeah. Kind of. I, I don't know. I For me, it was very much like there's never another occasion where I'd ever feel comfortable like wearing a ball gown, wearing like a big poofy thing. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's the one time. Like, yeah. let's do it. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah. And I think it, that 
it makes it classic and timeless yeah. in a way that's really nice to look back on. There's no, there's absolutely, there's no right way to no do it. There's no right, yeah. there's no wrong. I mean, I felt glorious in ball gowns. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so after I got over figuring out the dress, which felt like it took 12,000 years, then it comes to the veil. And then I didn't know all the vocabulary about the veils and the veil lengths and then the, how Blusher? you like, yeah, the blusher, <laughs> and then the clip that goes in it, and then oh, do you, they were like, do you want French lace edging? And I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know all of this. Voc- dresses I know because I shop all the time, I follow fashion, I, was, I felt within my comfort zone. How did you guys feel when it came to the veil discussion, and did you pick your veil as you picked your dress? I picked my veil as I picked my dress. Okay. And I, in, in hindsight, some of those like nights where I wake up panicking <laughs> is actually been about the veil. Oh my god. Because I just bought the one they stuck on me, like in the like yeah. when I had the dress on, because I was With so like gold. into the dress. And, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like it's cathedral length, and it, but it's like pretty plain. All of a sudden, I was like, wait, do I want a blusher? Should I have a blusher? Now I didn't get a blusher. Do I want it to be more elaborate? Like, so I'm sorry to have like second guesses on the veil. Okay. <laughs> I have a blusher and some lace and shit. <laughs> we can try. Yeah, we can try. Yeah. So oh, no, I'll, I'll give you something borrowed. My veil <laughs> is upstairs yes. under my bed. You, something borrowed. Let's talk about that. So another thing I didn't know about. <laughs> it's what? Something new. So, some, something borrowed. Something blue. blue. Something new. Something borrowed. Something blue. No, Wait, what's no, the something? Word? Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. There okay, you go. Okay, you get there an you A go. plus in bridal school. <laughs> so what are you guys doing for all of those things? Or have you even thought that far ahead? I wanted to do blue shoes, but yeah. I ended up, um, well, possibly have to see if I can actually like stuff them with enough like foot padding to make them work, but my cousin's shoes, um, so that could be borrowed. It's a lot of borrowed. I don't really have <laughs> a lot of stuff that's like new or old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, again, like one of those stressful, another thing on my to-do list that I don't want to think about. I, well, I, the reason why I think I've been okay about process for the most part is because like when I when we come to that sort of thing if it's not working I'm not forcing it because yes I don't you know yeah exactly (laughs) and also yeah I think not forcing tradition is a huge huge thing there were so many elements when I was planning my wedding that people asked oh so what are you doing for the bouquet toss and I was like I don't I'm not gonna do a bouquet toss like I don't (laughs) I'm not going to do that because I don't even know what that means and like I don't feel comfortable with it. And I'm not. So there are all these expectations about what you should do and I think it's really up to each bride to figure out what works for her and take what you want and then the rest just throw away. Yep. Oh, show. In terms of parents, <laughs> how... I know, it's, it's, it's a big one. How much pressure do you guys feel to please them in terms of the decisions you make for the wedding? trust me in the end <laughs> yeah talking oh my god listeners um so I had a vision very clear vision what I thought was a very clear vision of like what I wanted um the bridesmaids and like me to look like yeah no one freaking got it including the bridesmaids and my mother who thought I was you know gonna go run off crazy and Brooke put together like just a, a PowerPoint. <laughs> like, I did. A mood board. <laughs> yeah, a mood board of what everything would look like. And finally, like people got it. And so yeah. that was really good. But uh, I mean, outside of that, I realized that it's actually, it's, I understand why you were pretty quiet a lot, about a lot of your decisions. Yeah, yeah. Some unsolicited opinions come fast and furious. Yeah. And they're not that helpful. No, they're not. All the time. A lot of like, here's a problem. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. And Stephanie, what about you? How involved oh. have your parents been? Well, so we're getting married in Prague, which is where my parents live. So nice. Which is really nice. It also makes them feel like de facto wedding planners, which has been really <laughs> tough. And then, especially since my parents, like, for a living, they do, like, a big event planning. Oh, really? They, like, run a music festival. So they have, like, it's all of their friends that they're trying to, like, use the catering guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, like, very difficult because it, they're the best. Like, the mm-hmm. catering guy that they have is amazing, and I love him. But, like, my parents don't see the need to have a contract with him or, like... Because they know him personally. Exactly. Yes. But that isn't that doesn't jive. Well, it's it's uncomfortable. okay for me, yeah. but it's really not okay for my fiancé, right? Because he doesn't understand that relationship or have right. a trust in it, which I right. totally get. Right. So I am like kind of always in the middle between them and just basically like don't tell anyone anything that's happening <laughs> and like go behind everyone's backs and I'm like signing contracts left and right. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, so it's been, it's been interesting. I would say about once a month my parents and I have like a blow up fight. I literally, <laughs> I, I, we have a wedding planner finally and like I basically booked but, her. Like, can we, can we, can we stop there? Yeah. Can you girls both, from all three of us, explain how important it is to have a wedding planner? Because I know a ton of brides who go and saying, I'm not going to get a wedding planner, but please, let's just spend a moment to talk about how yeah. critical it is. If nothing else, just you have kind of just a reality check. Yes. yes. And I mean, also, so I used to do a lot of events for work, and obviously not weddings, but like big events. And so I knew that planning an event wasn't stressful, but I knew that, you know, negotiating with vendors and like, you know, day of kind of shit would be not what I wanted to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I was I was cool with like a day of wedding planner. And then because of the advice of every single freaking person I spoke yes. to who yeah. was like, he, she will pay for his or herself. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, yes. Yeah. over. Cut out what you need to yeah. on everything else. And it, when you're doing your budget, a wedding planner is you probably... I grilled planners. Yeah. Like that was like... Number one, gotta have someone who's on top of their shit. Yeah, a good planner makes all the difference. Yeah. Okay, Stephanie, we interrupted you. Continue. No, you're good. No, I mean, I was just saying, like, I booked my wedding planner as basically a way to save my family. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's like she's our common enemy. If like, even if I love her, right? But it's like, it's we can like put all the bad things on her instead of taking it on each other. Yeah, yeah. So I that's mean, it's so well, funny. Like, common enemy. Bad. She's like an emotional punching bag. But, like, it's just like a necessity during this time period. It's, it's a it's a much needed buffer, I think. Yes, I think. So in terms of the lead up to the wedding day, there's I've seen these crazy timelines where they're like six months before, start exfoliating daily and working on your upper arm toning and like you know there are all these crazy timelines. Yep. How much have you? How much thought have you guys put into prep, pre-wedding beauty prep, and have you made any investments, whether that is a gym membership, a fitness package, laser hair removal, you know whatever treatments looking ahead of your wedding just reminding me to do all of those things (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i've taken the approach of like if i'm gonna invest you know five to ten thousand dollars in a dress like what's inside of the dress needs to be extra beautiful because the dress (laughs) isn't gonna like make up for anything interesting that's a good justification Um, yeah so i have like i joined equinox nice to supplement the soul cycle because nice. I was just like only doing the soul cycle, which isn't great. 
um, and have been doing the like Kayla Tina's like bikini body guide, oh. the BBG program. Oh, I, I've heard great things about that. Program. I actually really like it. I really do like it. Um, so and that's we went. Been good. We went to physique together. And we went to physique, and now I'm going again on Sunday. Okay, so proud that, of you. I literally saw results like right away. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. <laughs> it was so sore. So I'm gonna do physique. Okay. Um, and then for like beauty prep, I've been like totally addicted to the Korean skin. Yes, yes. You brought some today. I'm so excited to try mine. Yeah. Um, and I literally do one five nights a week. Nice. So, so you're doing a lot of at-home at self-care, home which I... And I feel like yeah. I'll ramp it up as we get closer. But mm -hmm. for now, this is, was like an Amazon purchase. I got like 70 different kinds of masks for like $10. My, well, not $10. Korean like beauty masks, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 Exactly. What's then, the brand called? I have no idea how to even read it. I can <laughs> it's just a Korean thing. Okay. They're literally just, I bought a bunch of different ones. I can like send you my, fa I'm, my favorite one is the black pearl mask. I think that's the best one. The jellyfish ones are really good, but you Ooh. can't get them on Amazon. So you have to have a friend who's going to Korea. But my maid of honor lives in Hong Kong, so she sends them to me. Oh, nice. So that's a good one. It's a good maid of honor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, those face masks have at least made me feel feel like I'm taking care mm -hmm. of something so it has like minimized stress a little bit and you have to lie like still for 20 minutes too which is, is good nice for you it's good for your nerves yeah. yeah yeah I got really good advice from my dermatologist ahead of the wedding to not try anything crazy and new too close to the wedding mm -hmm. so I did a um, microdermabrasion uh, before, but I, I think I did my first treatment six months before the wedding just to see how my skin would react to it and a lot of brides will try something wildly experimental a month before their wedding and it just messes everything up. Yeah, I mean, also full disclosure, I've been kind of a skin addict since Yeah, you have perfect skin since birth. So, I mean, you know, I'm doing a peel tomorrow that's not really You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Play a new experimental yeah. thing. A chemical me. peel? Yeah. Nice. Um, not like a... So I've done a lot of different kinds. And the one that kind of you have to stay inside for a few days because it's really terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, have done that one a couple times. Uh, this one I really like. It's I don't I think it's just my dermatologist mix of random acids that yep. burn off some stuff. It's yep. awesome. Yep. Love it. Um, the more gruesome, the better results. The more like dead skin you have shedding from your face, the oh better. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Just <laughs> sign me up. Wait, so have you guys heard about this like baby foot thing? Is this weird? Oh, of course. I've, I've, I've done it. You've done it? I've done Is it. it. It's honestly, I was so eager to, for my feet to start peeling. Okay, so let's give some background. <laughs> so this thing is, 
I don't know. It's, is it is it an Asian beauty product? Yes, it it's is. called Baby Foot. Yeah. And you basically, I did it about. Sounds like something I need. Two months ago, yeah. So you put your feet into these plastic booties filled with all of these different like fruit acids. You definitely like can't touch your face or anything. It's like very <laughs> toxic. But like for your feet, it's fine. You keep them in these little plastic booties for about 20 minutes, and then you have to wear socks every night. And then what's very kind of uh, makes well, it makes you a little bit impatient. You have to wait 72 hours for the shedding to begin. But once it begins, <laughs> it's like it is like you're like a snake. It is little <laughs> sheets of skin that are like peeling from your feet. I, mean, I, I need this. this. Right? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's. I got into this vortex of watching all of these online reviews and YouTube yes, videos, and exactly. I was just so desperate for the peeling to happen. So I was, in the end, I was a little bit disappointed with my lack of, like, full... I mean, people were, like, peeling off their feet. Like, it, it, <laughs> I'm going to do this. I really want to do it. It's really fun. You guys should do it. You should do it. Why not? Well, but, how did you screw up, though? Like, what did you I do wrong? I didn't screw up. I just didn't have the, you know crazy results that all of these people online had that were like uploading YouTube videos. Like my skin definitely peeled a lot and my feet were super soft afterwards. I mean, did you have a lot of stuff to slough before? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, I did this in the summer. So one, it was sandal season yes. and I had been walking around in sandals a lot, which like makes the bottom of your feet really hard. So that's why I did it. But then it was annoying when the peeling began because I couldn't have my feet exposed. So I was just mm -hmm. closed toed shoes. It's good to do in the winter, honestly. Mm -hmm. You guys should try it. You can order it. It's cheap. Baby foot. It's, Baby foot. Yeah. Another crazy thing I that women do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about like skin lasers, cosmetic surgery? I've, I've been very open on the podcast that I did Restylane under my eyes, which made very like not noticeable difference to anyone who knows me, but I know the difference. <laughs> and I did it. I did it very recently. So I haven't done it. I didn't do it before. I didn't do anything before my wedding, but I know a lot of women get Botox or Restylane before the wedding. Have you guys thought about that? So what does rest, Restylane do? It's not something you need. It basically, it plumps up. So like, oh, because right. I have hollows under my eyes, it mm. basically fills in that area. And Got people it. go to the extreme with it. I'm, one, it was very expensive. And two, like I didn't want for it to look like I had anything done. So I did a very conservative amount. But... It basically just like plumps up areas. A lot of women do Botox like around their crow's feet so that when they're smiling in pictures. I mean, for me, it's like the pictures are going to be airbrushed anyway. This is my face. Um, <laughs> exactly. But um, no, I mean, again, also like I've been pretty experimental for a while. Um, you know, like I would consider doing actually. Yeah, I would consider doing because I did a I did cool sculpt before. Yes. I've been reading so much about cool yeah. sculpting. Yeah. Um, it, it's it was really good when I actually lost weight mm -hmm. and made myself a little bit more, mm -hmm. more flat, but it's not like it's not gonna do wonders. Yeah, it's not like would, liposuction. Right. Like but I would do it again, you know, with like a an extra precaution. Mm -hmm. Um also I'm trying to think what else I would do. Let's just I got my teeth there. whitened before. I think I'm gonna do that. I might do that. But I have veneers. <laughs> oh do you? I didn't know that. Yeah, I remember I broke my Oh, yes, and yes, had to. yes. Yeah, this yeah. was not optional. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, was, Ben and I had a very deep conversation about uh, Botox in the armpits. Oh, for the sweating. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. And some women do it in their feet so that their um, shoes don't hurt. <gasps> oh, 
What? You guys didn't know that? It's no. one of the most common red carpet tricks. So, like, women that have to stand on the red carpet at the Oscars for hours, like, they'll get Botox on their feet. My job brides, is literally on the table. Cor- correction, yeah. that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, no, a lot of brides do it. I'm you get you get Botox definitely. in your feet so that you don't feel, your she heels don't, feel don't hurt. Yeah. Can it cut? Can it cause any damage? No, no, no. It's totally safe. It's, it's, I mean, it's indulgent, right? Like, there aren't a lot of women that wear heels so much that they need it. But for a bride... Matthew would be thrilled. This is, like, <laughs> the one, like, cost item he would, like, immediately approve. <laughs> like, you can wear heels all the time now. Exactly, exactly. Um, I don't know how long it lasts. I've never done it, but I've heard great things. Okay, yeah, so just that. sign me up for that. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So in terms of your wedding day look, have you guys decided hair up, hair down... Have you thought that far ahead? Yeah, um, I actually need your help kind of. Okay. I need another mood board. Yes, I'm on it. I'm okay. on it. So, by the way, Liz Nerds is Brooklyn Maid of Honor. Um. <laughs> yes, <laughs> honored. But, um, yeah, I want kind of like really crazy, curly, mm-hmm. up-ish, but just like I fell out of a meadow. Somewhere. Yeah, love that, love that, yeah. love that. I think... I mean, we both have very curly hair, and my hair is obviously, like, kinkier than yours, but I think that if you have curly hair, you have to just embrace it. Like, you can't... Well, I sh- there are no rules. Do whatever you want. If you want to have stick straight hair on your wedding, if your hair is curly, do that. But I really want us to lean into the curliness and just make it even more fabulously curly. Stephanie, you have incredibly straight oh hair. Your hair couldn't my, be straighter. Yeah, it's, now so, it's like a little bit wavy because I had it in a braid last night. So what are, have you decided? Are you going to wear it down or? You know, I think I'm, I, so I, like, I feel like I haven't gotten my hair cut in six months because I want to keep optionality mm. around. But you Except know you can always add tracks. I know, but Are you going to add know. extensions? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Have you ever yes. ha, wait? Have you ever done extensions? <laughs> no. Okay. So you may feel differently if you see yourself with extensions. Is it crazy amazing? It's crazy. It's, amazing. it's crazy amazing. I'm actually going um, on Friday to go get more. Uh, yeah. <gasps> you should just try. Just try it. Try it. Try it once. I gave Rachel the name of the woman Barbara who does my hair, and she like literally went up to Harlem and got tracks put into her hair. Oh my god. Oh, is that when Rachel got like a, the drastic haircut that? was maybe an inch yeah 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 um but yeah extensions can be kind of addicting I'm Um, sure but I mean you have beautiful hair you don't need to add to it at all I don't know I think I'm gonna do I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go up but like a low up ah very chic Mm, very chic like a low button yeah exactly love me a button one of the things Avery it was um your friend Tamora who is a makeup artist who Mm -hmm. gave this advice about how when you're young and you're getting married, you actually should just show your skin because mm-hmm. your skin is going to be the thing that ages. And when you look back at your wedding photos, you're going to say, wow, I, was, I had such beautiful skin. So don't cover it up with a bunch of foundation and all of this crap. Have you guys thought about if you want your makeup to be natural and kind of makeup that's there but not there? Or if you want to do a dramatic makeup look like a smoky eye or a red lip? All right. Just to, just to clarify here, I want it to look natural right but not be natural yeah I hear you you know I really I get you know my my cheeks are always really red so I'd I'd rather make sure that that's not coming through when I'm already going to be just not just a blushing bride just like a beet red (laughs) like not cute bride yeah so I'd like to control that a bit okay I hear you I hear you and crying is something that I 
I was not expecting to cry at all, um, and I didn't prepare for it at all, um, but it's something that you should keep in mind when you're thinking about your wedding day makeup. You know, if you have a strip of lashes and you're going to be crying uh, and they start getting all <laughs> crooked. I mean, that didn't happen to me, but I think makeup is tough on your wedding day. Yes. Because you don't want it to be such a statement that it becomes dated, but you mm -hmm. also want to have amazing makeup. And I think ultimately you you want to just like be the best you, not mm -hmm. someone different on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, I think I'm like you, like also like kind of going for that natural look, just like a better natural. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but also just like, you know, you're getting married at this time. So if it happens to be a little bit dated, I'm kind of cool with that. Like, yeah. I think my mom looked adorable. When did, was this the 80s? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did she have like so big puffy 80s. sleeves? No, but it was... You know, did she have like, like big hair? She had um, like a little hat. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, oh, with like gloves. Yeah, no, she had I, gloves too. Oh my god. Uh, with like the, like the mesh gloves. Oh my god, I but love she that. She's adorable. Were they like fingerless mesh gloves? Because that would be incredible. <laughs> no, that would have been amazing, but it was like, you know, real close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there is something to say for embracing the time that you're getting married, right? And not trying to go overboard or racing any mm -hmm. indication of the time. In terms of one thing that I hadn't thought about, um, I went. there's an amazing guy in London. He works at Fortnum and Mason. He's their fragrance expert. And I, I was living in London when I got engaged, and he was like, so what's your wedding day fragrance? And I was like, I did not think about that. And he was like, it's very important. Like You have to think about your wedding day fragrance. Have you guys thought that far ahead? So I have. But maybe th that's like for two reasons. One, because I bought my dress at Vera Wang, and like so they give you the Vera wedding book and like, Vera like perfume oh wow I do right. I do kind of want to take this opportunity to like set my fragrance for life because I ah, feel like set the tone yeah, for yeah before now I've just kind of been like bouncing around from perfume to perfume mm -hmm. so I think this would be like a good time as I transition from Linka to Sharp to like <laughs> oh yeah set my set your fragrance yeah I like that idea yeah I really like that idea I mean I've been pretty consistent in like the kind of stuff that I like in terms of fragrances. I mean, I, I always sort of want to smell like a salad. <laughs> nice. Like fresh green yeah, scents. Like yeah. Just, I want it to be just green. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe I could pick a more pointed point of view for that. Yeah. It's something that I hadn't thought about until, until I was asked. And in terms of your bridesmaids, I mean, I know that it's a, having gone through this before, it can be stressful figuring out what you want all of your bridesmaids to look like. And I think you guys are all taking a very similar approach that I took as well in terms of not having matching dresses. I felt that that was very Spice Girls, girls band, like for everyone to be in the same exact dress, just even the thought of it. And all of my bridesmaids had very different skin tones and body types. It just, it wasn't going to work. So I really wanted to empower the bridal party to choose their own dresses within guidelines. And it sounds, you guys have kind of taken that same approach, right? Yeah, wait, what's your, what's your deal? Pastel colors, just long and like. It's for me. It feels really modern. I know at first, I think my mom was sort of like, "So they're all going to wear different dresses," and I was like, "Yeah, and it's going to be great." And when she saw everyone, she was like, "Everyone looks great." I think that you want your bridesmaids to feel pretty. Yeah. Um, and you want them to buy something that's within their price range that they could conceivably wear again, and not force some bridesmaids dress on them. I've never been a bridesmaid in 
a wedding, so I don't know what that's like to have something forced on you, but I know I would not like that. Also, the way that they, you know, make the bridesmaid dresses to fit every body type. Yeah. It fits everyone <laughs> B- badly. horribly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's like not an empire. Yeah. It's not like at the waist. It's yeah. Horrible. I've heard, I guess this is a conspiracy theory, and I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that bridesmaids' dresses are ugly because they want, brides want to look better than everyone else. Do you guys think that's true? I think, so I sometimes think that could be true. <laughs> I've been to a few weddings where that feels very true. <laughs> really? Because for, Messed up, I know. don't yeah, you just want everyone to look yeah. amazing? I want everyone to look amazing. And also, listen, I'm the only bitch in white, so. Oh my God. <laughs> Hopefully. Wow. <laughs> I can't imagine anything more offensive than attending a wedding and even a shape, even a cream, even a, don't even wear silver. Just let the bride have her color. And, you know, I went, went to a wedding this summer in Italy, in Malfi Coast. It was so hot. Everyone was, like, you know, sweating everywhere. And it very tempting to wear white. You're in, you know, a beautiful area in the Mediterranean. Very tempting to wear white. But you just don't do it. And the amount of women that I saw wearing cream and ivory, I was just like, what are you guys doing? Why do you think this is okay? It's awful. I mean, I went to a wedding three weeks ago where one woman wore like a white gown that could have been a wedding dress and she had just gotten married three weeks before the bride and like she was like here on her honeymoon like from Australia and so it was just really one of those things where it's like you actually don't want to let go of your bridal moment you're like still carrying your bridal moment into someone else's and it's so it's so rude it's It's so rude rude. (laughs) I can't think of anything more rude than wearing white to a wedding you just absolutely can't. It's a complete no-no. I can think of anything that's, in terms of wedding etiquette, I can't think of a single thing that's worse. I've So I've been to over 50 weddings. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've been to a lot of weddings. And so, like, back, it's, there are, like, a couple, I haven't fully gone down, like, the Google, like, <laughs> rabbit hole of yeah. reading people's yeah. stories, but thinking back on weddings that I've been to, like really uncomfortable father of the bride speeches are horrific like when you're sitting and if they're trying to act something out Mm. like i've been to one wedding where he like pretended to get a call from like steve jobs who all of a sudden wanted to marry his daughter and he was like oh wait our wedding's off because steve jobs wants to marry our daughter and you're just like this is horrific so awkward yeah um so that's really bad another wedding where the mother of the bride or the mother of the groom wore a white dress that was like incredibly sexy she was like divorced and she had like a plunging white like just like gown she looked great i mean it was just like really and the bride was kind of like dumpy well oh my god I I was telling Stephanie this weekend that wedding planning is horrible, but there are two kind of bright spots in the whole, so that your wedding day is actually, and I always hated when women said it was the, it's the happiest day of my life. Because I was like, your life is really sad if that was as good as it got. But I can honestly say being on the other side of it, it was the happiest day of my life. Happiest day of my life. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But you're surrounded by friends and family, and you're making this public declaration of love. It's just a beautiful, and you feel so present and in the moment. And it's like time stops, but it also goes by so fast. It's, it really is an amazing moment. So your actual wedding day, after all of the hell of planning, is great. The tasting, when you do the tasting with the caterer, because I love food, that was a great day. But then your honeymoon is awesome. Honeymoons are just an amazing excuse to go somewhere really over the top 
and do nothing but what you and your husband want to do. You get to call him your husband when you check in, like checking in. Oh, my husband's in, in the lobby. Like, could you please page him? It's like very, you know, it feels very kind of official. Have you guys thought about your honeymoon yet? Yes, uh, we are booked. Okay, uh, nice. So we're going to Fiji in oh, May so after, fun. after I graduate from uh, grad school. Nice. Nice. And I also think packing for your honeymoon is really fun because you, it's like yeah. you get to spend a lot of indulgent time into like being the sexiest new wife. I know. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. I've already in- made some significant investments. <laughs> <laughs> Swimsuit shopping. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's, it's a great, great time. And then the other thing, which I didn't really spend a whole lot of time on, but I know it's really exciting for women that like lingerie but bridal lingerie yes i'm in a deep hole right now really yeah i love it (laughs) yeah i mean it's so beautiful and like when else are you gonna buy a bustier and i mean i didn't i didn't do this stuff because (laughs) i probably should have i'm like lazy but all of the like bridal lingerie is gorgeous yeah it's beautiful i'm a big fan yeah provocatora has i love it Now comes the time where I ask you guys the best bridal advice that you've received or like bridal trends that you think are really great. What's the best advice you've gotten? (coughs) Oh, it's, it's so split. I think that (laughs) this is bad. Two best, the two best advice that I've gotten are like completely polar opposite. One is a wedding is about a lot of people in your family and it's Mm. a lot of people's day. But the other is that, like, it's your wedding. <laughs> Which I think kind of maybe is a lot of the reason why I'm having stress internally. Yes, yeah. But, but it is, there are those two competing things, and I think it's always important to remember that. Like, mm-hmm. when your parents are down your neck, it's like, they are giving a lot of money to this, and it is, like, their moment to see their daughter get married, mm-hmm. and, like, they can pick the card stock. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, there are so many things in a wedding that, like, when you actually think about it, if you're too into the weeds, like, you don't really care about your napkins. Yeah, yeah. Like, let your mom right. do if, that. Right. If there's someone who does care, let them step in and exactly. have that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and that's that's why it's such good advice, because at the end of the day, it is about what you want. It's it's your wedding at the end of the day, so you have to kind of <laughs> own that. It's, it's good advice to employ when you're conflicted. So, like, when there's something you want to do that your family doesn't want to do, you're like, it's my day. Yeah, exactly. And then when there's something... And then when there's other things where you're like, oh, do I have to make yeah. a decision? Like, let... Because there's going to be someone who wants to make a decision who hasn't been able to yet. So, like, farm yeah. that out. That's great. I think that's great advice. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Um, actually, my family's taken to calling me the delegator for... <laughs> so that's awesome. That's great. Because, like, you know, the invitations, I had some style preferences, but, like, didn't really care that much. So, mm-hmm. great. Um, but I mean, in terms of making it kind of your own, uh, one thing that Ben and I decided, and also mostly based on your wedding, um, we really liked having just one seated dinner just at one time Mm, so that you can get to the dancing. Like if your, if your whole goal is to just get to the dancing faster, (laughs) own it. Yeah. Like that's great. So that was, you know, not really advice, but I definitely... No, that's advice. <laughs> that's great advice. I think at the end of the day, your wedding is a celebration and a party, and you can get so into all of these little things like the place setting and the napkin holder and the calligraphy on this table cards. Make a, Have a great party. Yeah. No one's going to remember that stuff. Just make sure everyone has fun. Yeah. So I'm so excited to oh. party at your wedding. Also, 
pick a place. If you if you're someone who isn't who is not okay with having to pick out a bunch of stuff, pick a hotel that does. Ah, that's great advice. That's great. They just bring in like electricity in a kitchen. It's crazy. Yeah, we have to do that. It's yeah. not fun. Okay, and now what's the worst, either wedding advice or worst wedding trend that you just hate or like horrible advice that you've seen other brides? Freaking the fuck out. Yeah, like the bridezilla syndrome. Yeah. Like if it's not if it's not something you really care about, it's not worth you stressing about because chances are people aren't going, like if it doesn't serve some sort of utility function, like if, okay, yes, if, you need to pick a dance floor because otherwise there won't be one, then yes, Mm -hmm. you should pick one. Mm -hmm. But if it comes down to fonts, (laughs) this is really traumatic for me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I have a lot of sympathy for bridezillas in a way because I think that our society puts very unrealistic expectations on the bride to get everything right and for everything to be perfect and then we wonder why we create this phenomenon of the bridezilla i mean i i think it's very important to have perspective but i also get the irrational importance that's put on this one day i completely agree with you on that especially since like you know you get these packages from people with no line items it's just Mm -hmm. like this is how much our service costs like (laughs) okay flowers for your big day i'm like what the fuck is going into this (laughs) yes yeah like oh you mean i don't need three bridal bouquets like one to toss one to walk down the aisle (laughs) one to like display prominently on the stage like no i don't need those yeah and so I do, I, I do totally agree with that. It's like, it fuels it because you think that, yes. oh, well, I need flowers. We don't, we're not really, no one told you to really like, look into it. Right, but right, right. My pro advice, yes. look into it. Yes, yes. Ask, ask for details. <laughs> it's so hard to find out what things cost. That's right. another thing. There's not a lot of transparency. Right. No, there's not. Yeah. And what about you, Stephanie? Any bad, <sighs> bad wedding advice or bad wedding trends you've seen? I think, I think the worst that a bride can do is to forget that her bridesmaids are her friends <laughs> and start referring to them like always as bridesmaids. Like I've seen this recently. Like, really? Really? Like even post-wedding refers to them no. as And I think that's like... Yikes. Like they're your, they're your friends. They're always your they're friends first. Like this, this is not their job. Yeah, and if you want them to like, stay your friends, yeah, calling they're them they're your friends. Wow. Yeah. I've heard stories about women that ask their bridesmaids to lose weight for their wedding. No. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is my face. This is your body. Like, let's call it a day. Yeah. yeah. Just because they want everyone to have a certain look or yeah. A lot of friendships have been damaged. Yeah, with the, I mean, that relationship, and it, I think it like it weighs both ways because I know like Rachel has told me she's a little bit frustrated that I don't just pick a dress because it places okay. a lot of she onus. Has, let, she has let me that, let me tell you something. Everyone was <laughs> freaking out with me. I literally said, "Pick a long red dress." Yeah, very. Yeah, and people were like, "Just tell us what to wear." I can't deal with this, but in the end, it's so much easier. Yeah, just pick something you like. Pick something you like. Yeah. I don't even care what color it is, as long as it's like a soft shade. Yeah, Literally, I'll been, choose like soft pink if you want. I don't yeah. like. I have been a little bit more difficult, just because it's like floral. Mm, but not really. But I think the freedom to choose your own really is nice because you're going to choose something that you know that you're going to look good in, rather than reckoning with something that you have to pay for and you may not like. Yeah. So. No, I mean I love that dress. Red dress. 
Oh, yeah. You looked really hot. Also, all of my bridesmaids looked really hot. So you hot. looked so good. In all yeah. the pictures, it's, like, amazing. Yeah. I that just, like, clicked. And it's because you feel good in it. And you exactly. And you love. Exactly. And your hair and makeup team was unreal. Yeah. I've never in my life got my hair and makeup done without retouching it myself. Yeah, it's a big compliment coming from you because I know you take your makeup <laughs> very seriously. I think one of the reasons why I think brides are usually so beautiful I see brides we live in Manhattan we, I, how often do you guys see brides I see brides on the street I every work in Dumbo I okay. see a bride literally every 15 okay. minutes and I always think brides are beautiful honestly yeah. and I'm saying this from my heart I wouldn't lie to you guys I think I think all brides are beautiful because I think that there is something about being truly happy that just shows it just shines from the inside out brides are beautiful it's a beautiful yeah. moment and I, I think every bride I've seen in person I've just been kind of like and I love that. That's like a celebration of women, celebrating women. I love that. Yes. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Completely agree. So this is my last question I ask all of my guests. When do you guys feel the most beautiful? And I'm going to add something to that. And how do you think you can bring that feeling to your wedding day? So I, I'll, I'll, I, can, I can help you guys. I feel, I feel, I think, most beautiful after something calming like Pilates. I really love Pilates. It makes me feel very in touch with my body and centered. So Avery, you were the only one that did it with me. Thank you. And I think Amelia joined also, but we did yoga on the day of my wedding in the morning outside in the Italian garden. And it was like this very nice opportunity to kind of center myself and have a moment of calm before everything happened. And I think it made me feel better that day. Uh, yeah, actually, okay, so we do know each other very well, because um, I definitely do feel the most beautiful after doing Pilates or a Pilates-style kind of workout, mm-hmm. um, and I am stealing oh, yes. that idea, and I'm yes. doing, uh, yoga, with, yoga with Avery morning of the wedding. Oh, I think that's so, I think that's so great. Thanks for getting married first, by the way, like, steal <laughs> all the good ideas. Ha- awesome. Happy that I am of use. So, um... My aunt has been such a like wonderful force in my wedding planning process, and she came here from Sweden like two weeks ago. She was here when I bought my dress, uh, and she like came and she had like a whole bunch of questions that at first stressed me out, like everything from like, what are your wedding colors, and like, I don't want wedding colors. <laughs> yeah. Not everything needs to be like two colors. Yeah, like, exactly. We're okay with that. Yeah. Um, to like when she was gonna give her speech and yeah. all this, she just like he- like literally. Yeah. But one of her questions was like. When are you making time for yourself the morning of? Because you need to be present. And like, what are you doing around? Like, med- like, what? Where is your like moment of peace? Mm, great question. Um, and like, I feel most beautiful when I like come home after six a.m. Soul Cycle with Rike and like, dance, <laughs> like literally like stare at myself in the mirror for like thirty minutes, like dancing, like trying yes. to like, trying to find abs somewhere that don't exist. <laughs> like, yes, just like doing my things and she was like okay so Rika's should be coming to the wedding we should like teach you something before um I don't know if that can happen do some pre-wedding dancing but in front of a mirror that's that- exactly like I'm gonna take like two hours just to myself like morning up to just be I love that yeah get the endorphins going <laughs> exactly I love that thanks guys so much any any last bridal advice enjoy yourself yes I love that
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 